Getting a great night's sleep is fantastic, and you can get that with a Sleep Number bed. The Sleep Number bed lets you choose your ideal comfort on each side, so it's the perfect bed for couples. With optional Sleep IQ technology inside, it tracks your sleep and gives you personal insights. You see how life affects your sleep and how sleep affects your life. Sleep Number has been ranked highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power for two years in a row. And for J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. My Sleep Number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score last night was 92. And there's never been a better time to visit a Sleep Number store. Save 50% on a limited edition bed during the Ultimate Sleep Number event. Plus, Queen C2 mattresses are now only $599.99. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 500 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one nearest you. Call 1-800-390-9100. Tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. What's the main message, John, you want people to bring away from the book Beyond Mars and Venus? New relationship skills are necessary. People are not making commitments. People are not satisfied in their marriages. It's because our expectations have changed. Our daily behaviors have changed. And it's like really women are going through a major crisis of inability to be happy. They're stressed and they're overwhelmed. And it all has to do with shifting back to new ways of communicating with your partner and new ways to create romance in your relationship. It doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be fancy, but to understand what it means. Most men really don't understand how to provide that. Women don't know how to ask for it. Women don't know the damaging effects of complaining, and men don't know the damaging effects of complaining back, and how you can learn to ask for help without having to complain, and how you can be patient and not try to change your partner. If I could summarize the book in four steps, it's learn that when you're not getting what you want in your life or in your relationships, stop trying to change your life and your relationships, step one, and shift to changing who you are in terms of how you're living your life, how you're feeling, what your hormone balance is. You can come back into hormonal balance without having to change anything outside of you, but you shift to feeling good within yourself then in a relationship, you practice giving more of what your partner needs. When you're wanting more, don't ask for more. Practice to give more of what your partner needs, but from a place of of feeling good inside yourself. So step one is stop blaming your partner. Stop trying to change your partner. Step two is change yourself to come back to feeling good. Step three is give to your partner what you need. And it's identifying what... What activities stimulate the right hormones in your partner? And then step four is they will start giving you more of what you need. For example, women listening, if you go for two weeks without complaining about your partner and focus on just appreciating what he does right without asking for more, you'll see how his testosterone will go up. He'll change his behavior. He'll be more loving. That doesn't mean you can't get more and more, but it means you have to, you have to do the precursors for it. But it's really hard to not complain or feel these inner complaints and irritations and annoyances when your hormones are out of balance. You have to learn how to do that. For women, I teach them a whole thing about every day of the month, how their hormones shift and their needs. The needs in the first 12 days after their period is completely different from the progesterone stimulation that needs to occur during the next 12 days. So it's a little bit of scientific, but not too complicated. But it gives us an understanding of how the body's operating to support Uh, you know, positive feelings and also in relationships how to get more. And, you know, women say, I finally have hope, you know, to get what I want. And and men go, I can make a commitment because I know that I have the power to support her 
and being a happy woman, and that's what I want. Next up, let's go to Joe in Long Island, New York, east of the Rockies. Hi, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah, John. Uh, the dating crowd, how do people pivot when necessary, you know? And then for the people that are already in a relationship, yet they're seeing their spouse or partner in a new context or another context, usually that's positive, but sometimes that can be negative. Like people go on a honeymoon and all of a sudden they don't want each other anymore, you know? <laughs> Why or something, you know? Well, that's very, very common. And it used to be, if you go back 50 years to uh, hundreds of years, everybody knew that after the honeymoon period, which could be three months to a couple of years, all the interest and romance went away. So you never got married based upon romantic attraction. But people today want romantic attraction. We see it in the movies. We hear about it. It is possible to sustain it, but we have to learn these new relationship skills to do it. Just like if you know you want to be successful in your business, you've got to upgrade some of your marketing skills, your computer skills, and whatever. It's shift is necessary. And in the dating process, also, you know, women have been taught, you know, on a date, just ask lots of questions and be a good listener. Actually, it's just the opposite. You don't want to be more intimate with somebody who can't listen to you and become interested in your mind and your heart first. Uh, there's always going to be the physical attraction if he's asked you out. So don't rush into the physical stuff until you've been heard. And actually, men appreciate that. If a woman can talk and share, it gives him something to connect to. He does. He feels kind of nervous and put on the spot. He's not going to have a lot to say. Or you could ask him lots of questions. He'll get into himself, but he won't bond with her. So these are some new dating skills as well that I talk about. And, you know, why men don't call back and all that stuff and, you know, how much should women initiate the dates? All this is changing as men and women are shifting to becoming really more authentic because every man, every woman has a male and female side. But you don't want to go too far to your female if you're a man. You don't want to go too far to your male if you're a woman. You always want to keep finding that balance. How come people play games, John? You, you know, don't call somebody and they call you. You call them, they back off. <laughs> well, those games are all from the past. And, and, you know, we call them games today because they're not authentic. But and there was a time in the past when they were very useful strategies. For example, if a woman, when a woman gets really close with a guy, the hormone oxytocin will increase, and that causes her to feel an attachment to him, kind of a neediness. But for him, too much oxytocin lowers his testosterone, so he has to detach. So he'll tend to get close and then pull away. If while he's pulling away, she gets needy and starts pursuing him, it can keep pushing him away. Now, that's the old thing, so play hard to get, women. You know, don't just uh, run after him like that. But it was like following behaviors. What I'm saying to women is when you feel that neediness, stop looking to a man and look to the rest of your life. Part of our neurosis is the, the kind of drug addiction, the high we get from sexual attraction is a major dopamine stimulator. You can just sort of go for that and forget all the other sources of happiness in your life that don't make that high a dopamine, but they're like important. There are other parts of your life. So when you start feeling needy when he pulls away women, don't call him, don't go after him at those times, but don't punish him when he calls you back and say, why didn't you call and where'd you go and whatever. Just as you need, you feel more attached, he does feel a greater sense of detachment in various degrees. And that's for him to come back to the rest of his life. She needs to come back to the rest of her life so her life is in balance. So there was some old wisdom in those games. But, then, but, but see, today we need to follow more what's true in our heart. And I'm just pointing out to women that when you're needy, what's true in your heart is that there's a dysfunction going on where you're feeling like you need him more than everything else in your life. 
and that's your insecurity, and you need to work on finding balance in your life. And once again, uh, a lot of women, this whole thing we're about to get into tonight, which is GMOs with all these pesticides, they bind with the receptor sites, and that makes the body think that the estrogen levels are really high. And so many women aren't even feeling their need for men the way they used to. They go way to their male side, and then when they have a romantic attraction, then very quickly they can the pendulum kind of swings in the opposite direction, and they become overly needy. So we want to come back more into balance so we don't have these extremes. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.